I am very excited and delighted to tell you that your chronic illness ally is once again enrolling. If you're new around here, your chronic illness ally is the supportive home, the program, the community and the coaching space for you to learn how to reframe the role that your chronic illness plays in your life. It guides you off of that conveyor belt of constantly trying to fix and heal your chronic illness and teaches you how to tap into the wisdom of your body that's being communicated via your chronic illness so that you can channel it, channel that wisdom, channel that intelligence into living the big, beautiful life you dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, you will certainly love your chronic illness ally. There is a link to it in the show notes, but let me tell you, the funnest way to learn more about it is to do my quiz. And once you've done that, pop your email in at the end to learn more. And then sit back as I help you explore your unique support style, which will help you make an informed choice about whether your chronic illness ally is a hell yes fit for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Okay, so where are we? Ah yes, chronic illness and relationships. Welcome back to the blogcast. I'm so happy you are here. Let's get into this. So I'll be honest, when I started writing about chronic illness and relationships, I was going through how I was going to write about all the stuff like how chronic illness in relationships can be a challenge, how to navigate those challenges and so on. And whilst all of that is really important to acknowledge and talk about, I think there's a side lesser discussed. It can be really easy to see chronic illness as a but in your relationship, right? Something without which your relationship would be much better. But as my view stands on most things chronic illness, I think there's space to see things another way. Here's the thing. I think, I believe chronic illness in relationships has the power to be a really positive force. So for the avoidance of doubt, I am talking about chronic illness and romantic relationships, but this stuff totally applies to other relationships too. And stick around or fast forward on to the end as I cover a little dating slash new relationship slash casual relationship stuff too. So this is broken down into six, I think six reasons. Um, So I'm just going to list them off. Number one, 
the presence of chronic illness in your relationship can act or can be confirmation that you have found your right person. There is this common thought and rhetoric that kind of circles around the chronic illness space that if a relationship breaks down due to chronic illness, quote unquote, it's because the partner without chronic illness is heartless or selfish. And I have to say, I think most of the time that comes from, from a very hurt place. And it all I also don't think that it's always true. Obviously, there are cases where that is true, <laughs> but we won't talk about that. We all know what chronic illness can do to us, right? Let alone how it does affect those around us, especially people who are existing, living in close proximity to us. When people leave relationships in which chronic illness is present or is a factor, we need to consider the bigger picture, however much it hurts. What we really shouldn't do is blame the chronic illness and believe that if it wasn't for that, the relationship would have lasted. That's very rarely the case. And I think that that in itself kind of says a lot about, yes, chronic illness might be an excuse as to why the relationship broke down, but really, is that the whole picture? Anyway, back to the main point. When you do find a person that sticks around through the highs and the lows, who sees you for who you are beyond your chronic illness, who is able to be there in the trenches with you as much as they're able to be with you at any other time, you know, the good times, the wonderful times, you know that that person is your person. There have been many times in my relationship and to be completely transparent, chronic illness goes both ways in our relationship. I have one and my partner also lives with chronic illness. Um, so when, you know, there have been times in my relationship when I've been completely shut off from the world, when I've been unable to communicate my needs, when I've been exhausted and snappy, when I haven't let my partner in, when I have been far from the person I would call myself. And, you know, I look back and I sometimes ask, you know, what made him stick around? At times, and, and that's not coming from like a woe is me place, by the way, that's coming from a genuinely curious place. Um, at times, chronic illness being present in our relationship, the consequences of that, the fallout of that has brought us close to breaking point. And you know what they say, what doesn't break you make, makes you stronger, right? But what I can say now, um, having experienced the other side of the coin, is that my partner sticking around says way more about him than it does anything else. Excuse me if you can just hear my dog in the background. <laughs> you get all of it on the blogcast. Um, yeah, it says way more about him than it does anything else. To be able to see that a person is struggling, even if they won't let you in, requires compassion. To be able to see that a person needs help and support, even if they are unable to recognise that or ask for it, requires insight. To be able to stay in it through all the ups and downs requires patience and stoicism. To be able to hold on to the hope that it won't always be this hard, you know, through those really hard times, requires faith and optimism. And to be able to get into the trenches with you and hold you up when you need it requires grit and solidarity. 
And the best bit is that they get to enjoy all the great times with you too. All of those things I've just mentioned are all qualities I admire in a person and all qualities that I would look for in a partner. Now, just to caveat this, if someone doesn't hold those qualities or is unable to stick around, that doesn't make them a bad person. I think it just means that at this moment in time in their lives and at this in this moment at this moment in time in your meeting, they're not your person and that's okay. Number two, after facing the tough bits of chronic illness, you really feel like you can face anything together. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the presence of chronic illness in a relationship is one of the hardest things you can go through together. You know, you get those lists of like the life's toughest five things or whatever. I definitely reckon chronic illness should be put on there. As a result, that means that you are well versed. When you've been through, you know, the chronic illness experience together, it means that you are well versed in how to handle or deal with or work through a lot of the things that life will throw your way. I remember having a conversation with my partner in which we both kind of, you know, it was like after, I don't know, 10, 11 years of being together. And it was kind of like we got a moment to breathe. And in that moment of being able to breathe, we both said, you know, we are bloody experts at struggling. And I laugh at that because, you know, being good or expert strugglers isn't exactly something you aim for in life, right? But it is really, really useful. That is partly due to the presence of chronic illness in our relationship. And I think the same can be said for many people and couples that experience chronic illness together. What we've realised is that being good at struggling means that we're able to keep it together when shit inevitably hits the fan in other areas of life and something about that is really comforting we've learned how to struggle in a way that doesn't result in us completely falling apart and um you know everything going to pot it's we're able to get through it and and get to the other side so to speak but the key for here key here for us at least has been realising if or when we're in an unnecessary struggle rut. And yes, seeking drama and struggle is a protective mechanism because when we have got so used to that, when we've got so used to that struggle, it feels safe because it's known. It feels comfortable because it's known. And so when we're out of that, it can feel really unsettling and um, rocky. And so we search for what we know, which is struggle, right? But it's really key to recognise when you're doing that as a person and a couple. And make plans to work your way out of it. Number three, there aren't many places to hide. When you spend enough time with someone, there is no hiding what you experience as a result of living with chronic illness. Whatever that looks like for you. Whether it's those high times or those hard times. Vulnerability is a really, really important part of connecting with someone and forming deep, trusting relationships. If you allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be seen by your chosen person, if it feels safe to do so, when you're going through both the highs and the lows, it really deepens the connection you have with one another. Not to mention that vulnerability is often reciprocal and by being vulnerable yourself, it might allow your partner to feel safe in being vulnerable with you too. 
Now, I totally get why this can feel scary and note, you know, that if it feels safe that I said earlier. But if it does feel safe, what if when they see you in this way? No, sorry. Rewind. It feels scary because what if they see you in quote unquote this way? You know, they stop liking you or what if it's too much for them? All of that can cause us to retreat and to try and hide the chronic illness side of ourselves because we're afraid of what might happen if they see that. But can you also open yourself up to the possibility that in not hiding, in allowing them to see that part of you, they will see and appreciate your strength and resilience and all the other qualities you have developed or, you know, that have grown within you as a result of living with chronic illness can you believe and trust that they have capacity for you in all your forms what would it take for you to to see and believe those things allowing your partner into this part of your world can look like anything you want it to look look like but here are a few examples it can look like asking for support in all its forms whether that's logistical or practical or emotional or spiritual whatever it can look like sharing your story and your chronic illness journey you know what was it like before you met them or what was it like for you if if chronic illness was something that came into your lives when you were with them what was that experience like for you it can look like speaking truthfully about your thoughts and feelings around living with chronic illness whether they are ugly or inspirational It can look like showing them some parts and leaving others to be discussed in a coaching or a therapeutic setting. I myself have experienced times where I don't want to bring, you know, everything I'm thinking and feeling and experiencing into my relationship. I want that to be like a a cordoned off area for other things in my life. And coaching and therapeutic settings have been really, really helpful for me in those regards because I've been able to bring that stuff you know not bottle it bottle it in but bring that stuff there and then leave it there it can look like sharing your goals dreams and aspirations for life and how you plan to go after them in a way that is nourishing and supported the most important thing though for you to remember is that you get to decide you don't need to be coerced or forced into sharing any parts of yourself that you don't want to And there is a caveat, of course, to this. If it doesn't feel safe to do, become curious about why. Is your brain and body trying to protect you from something based on past experience? Or is it trying to protect you from something very real and present? Number four, living with chronic illness promotes open honesty and healthy communication in relationships. So everything I've just mentioned Hiding the chronic illness part of yourself becomes more and more difficult as time goes on. But there's a silver lining to that because communicating in an open and honest way about your chronic illness allows you to practice that skill and build trust that it is safe to do. I can't tell you how many times developing this skill has paid for itself in my life and in my relationship. Number five, living with chronic illness allows you to practice healthy boundaries in your life and in your relationship. You'll be all too aware that there are times when it is absolutely necessary for you to establish boundaries with your partner. Whether it is in asking you 
asking not to be touched in a certain way or at all, whether it's saying that you don't want to talk about it today, whether it's telling them that you're choosing not to do something such as going to spend time with their friends or family because you need to rest. Being able to communicate your boundaries in an open heart-led way, again, see above, is really cool. It's a really great skill to have. Now, you won't always do it in a way that feels good or like it went well. You are, you're a human, right? There's no getting away from that. And that's okay. You get to practice. You get to have another stab at it. And the more you do it, the better it will feel. And you will get to establish some boundaries that don't need to be repeated, that become part of the furniture until at least things change. Number six, you'll grow to feel even more like a team. Chronic illness in your relationship can help you to feel even more like a team than you might have otherwise. Everything I've covered so far form the foundations of a beautifully functional team. And isn't that what a relationship is about? What if you're not currently in a relationship, but curious about how your chronic illness will affect future romantic relationships? Now, if you're not in a romantic relationship, but in a situationship or dating, you might be wondering whether to be upfront about living with chronic illness. Well, in short, there is no right or wrong way to do it, and it is completely up to you. There are, of course, cases where the other person never has or needs to know, especially if you're living with an invisible chronic illness, if it's casual sex, for example. On the other hand, there are situations where the other person will find out sooner or later. And there are, of course, cases where there is just no avoiding talking about it because it's visible. That was definitely the case with me. Either way, I really hope that this article has allowed you to feel a bit more optimistic about how future relationships might look for you and allowed you to feel more grounded in bringing your whole self to the table, chronic illness included. Trust yourself and what feels right to you. And remember, you have got absolutely nothing, zero, to be ashamed or embarrassed about. However and whenever you choose to tell a person, if at all, I invite you to be curious, without judgment, about why you choose to tell them or not tell them. Once you have figured that out, check in with yourself to see whether you still stand by that decision. So has this post provided you with a different perspective on how chronic illness affects your relationship? I really hope it has. It's important to remember that relationships, of course, include humans and change and growth. So please take everything I've said with a pinch of salt. And to quote Louis Walsh, which is a British reference or an Irish reference, should I say, and X Factor reference from many years ago, make it your own. Use this as an opportunity to allow yourself to look for the good that living with a chronic illness has brought to your relationship. You might surprise yourself. Okay, that's it from me today. Until next time, sending you lots of love. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Boland Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boland Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realise we actually need. What would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side? What would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life? If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment. Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.